Hey listeners, Hannah here with a content advisory. We mention online abuse, including threats of sexual violence and death, and there's some discussion of predatory behaviour towards minors on the internet. We've included some resources in the show notes should you find yourself affected by our content today. As always, thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode number eight of Pocketful of Why podcast. I'm Hannah, my pronouns are they, them. I can roller skate moderately well. I'm Charlotte, my pronouns are she, her, and I think everything is better with a coat of blue paint. We met in college just about a decade ago and have shared a bunch of joy, disaster, boredom and nonsense since. We live in Merseyside in the UK with Ian and Ash. There's a lot we have in common and a lot that we don't. This podcast is about the lessons we've learnt throughout our lives. But in particular, the ups and downs of being in your 20s. This episode is about growing up with the internet. We're talking MySpace, HTML, catfishing and RIP, MSN Messenger. On with the show! Are you ready to talk the internet? I know this is big for you. How was it not big for you? I thought the internet was big for everyone. No, but it was big for me and everyone else, but you were like hardcore internet. Cool, because I had no friends. Is that what you're getting at? No, because you like wrote (laughs) your own code. Like you weren't just like a bystander that enjoyed the internet like the rest of us. You were like, I am the internet. That is totally how it felt when in reality I was just making uh, websites about punk pop bands. Oh, I didn't know that. What? Oh, um, you know, like you fan pages. I wonder if they're still up. No, they won't be because I bought the web space. So and it's like something that you rent. So. Oh, wow. You were serious and you rented web space. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the actual like term is rent. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I had like proper domain. Like I had to learn like, I don't even know how to like talk about it anymore because it's been what, like 15 years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I... I made whole websites from scratch and put them on the internet all by myself who needs squarespace shh don't say that (laughs) everyone desperately needs squarespace and we probably will endorse it (laughs) well an endorsement from you would mean so much well right because you are so knowledgeable all right we should get out of squarespace's bomb but like (laughs) no the internet was like super important for me um as like a creative outlet as a way to get in touch with people like other weirdos around the world i definitely had kind of pen pals did you have internet friends then oh yeah like i was in like a gang Oh, <laughs> you'd have like oh, with the jackets. I wish there was jackets. Um, no, we'd just like link to each other's blogs. That's the, the oh. version. <laughs> but yeah, that, like they're sliding into the DMs for now. It's like a little circle, and we all had like a forum that we'd like talk about stuff on. You know, like iframes and CSS sheets, and That's so cute. It's cute. Like so, you were like how old? Like thirteen. Uh, yeah, I guess. How old were the other group members? I think they were more middle-late teens. Okay. Yeah. I never really said how old I actually was. Another huge part of my internet was just talking to strangers. And I mean, we have a word for it now and it is catfishing. Mm-hmm. At the time, <laughs> though, it wasn't like a bad thing. It was like entertainment. It was just fun. Like, you'd just yeah. get around to your mate's house and just like talk Pretend. to... <gasps> we made one, didn't we? Did we? In college, we made a dating profile. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, um, we got lots of very weird messages. Well, I mean... I wonder if she's still on there, being know. the success that she was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it was just God. 
gosh, it's... something fun to do. And like, yeah. I think everyone talks about it like you're some kind of victim. When like when we were little, we were all onto that these were like bad people on the internet we were speaking to. We were catfish right? and pedos, yeah. Like we knew but... this was like sport yeah. for our generation. Yeah. Like it's being in chat rooms and getting someone to be like, yeah, come home with me. We'd be like, ah, I found you. Like you're a pedo, <laughs> basically. And then we'd just be like, cool, log out when we should have rang the police. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the thing yeah. is, as well, like, if my mum had known what I was up to on the <sighs> internet, I no. would have never touched a computer ever again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're listening, mum, don't worry. I was always totally safe. Like, I never, like, sent pictures of myself. No. Or personal information or anything like that. All I did was lie to strangers. Um, I did get the occasional dick pic off a grown person yeah but it was less it was something that i kind of got out of them yeah. and then it was hilarious like that was the situation rather yeah. than i was like a victim is you how i like, saw it in control of the situation yeah. and it was like funny like it would be like when you go around to a friend's house you'd be like oh we should go to a chat room like yeah, yeah or do you want to talk to the weirdo that i've like <laughs> got as a pet on the internet <laughs> Me and Added my mates had stuff like that, yeah. And like you'd find them in like Yahoo chat rooms. Do you remember? I never that did. Stuff? I was not really a chat room person. No. I was always like, I did. Oh, no. me and my friend did Endless Online. I don't know what that is. Oh, it is the worst game in the world. What is it? Well, I found out about it because she'd found her like online boyfriend on it. Oh, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like a big deal in year seven because mm-hmm. they broke up. Oh and then God, were they going to get back together? Because who was she going to walk around this like online game with? And he had her sabre that was really expensive. And sabre? Yeah. What, like a sword? So in Endless Online, you like arrived... Yeah, yeah. Like, not, not like... You arrived <laughs> naked in a field of sheep. Stop it. And you have to like... <laughs> yeah, you have to... I don't to, remember this. I would have been into it. You have to like kill the sheep to like bad And then make... Back. And make money, but it was like really corrupt. So people like basically just hacked it and had loads of really cool right. stuff. But her boyfriend like had loads of really good swag. Oh, oh cool, like a saber. Yeah, so I basically just was the third wheel and used oh. to walk around this so world cringe. with them. All the hair on my back. <laughs> yeah. Did you not have any internet boyfriends? Yeah, uh, dozens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're here today. Oh my gosh. Um, Come on yeah. in. Yeah, it's funny. Um, totally. Uh, yeah, like on like any platform possible. I just that would be my priority would be to find someone to like couple with in the format, whether it be <laughs> Habo Hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was Neopets. weddings. Oh, god, yeah, yeah. Neopets, I had forgotten about. You'd forgotten about Neopets. The I wish... shop function on Neopets took days of my life from me. I was just mad on it, yeah. Like... Do you remember the like wishing tree and you just sit there like press and refresh and dun, if you had dun. a slow internet connection nothing happened. We had a horrendously slow internet connection. So like the only reason we had the internet and I remember the day. Yeah. Was because my mum was at university and she used to use a typewriter to do her essays what? and we got a computer what and it was like this hell? big thing. I remember the man with like a big reel of like white uh like plastic tubing. Oh like the ethernet cable. Yeah. Oh and my like, god. <gasps> It's arrived, and it used to have to like unravel it across the house because we lived in a flat. Oh, because it's all like it was temporary. Yeah, so you'd unravel it from the back bedroom mm. and ravel it through to the front room oh to plug it in. So you couldn't like go into the hall without this big cable oh being God, in the amazing. middle. 
And it was a momentous occasion, but it was like the slowest so loading was that thing. Back in Dial Up Land. Yeah. Like you remember Dial Up Oh, yeah. I was like the tune. Today would say that it slaps. Um, I think it's a great tune. It's kind of like um, old laser jet printers. Like first internet, like get off the internet, you need to use the phone. Yeah. The internet being like a penny a minute. Yeah. Um, was that true or was that something our mums told us? No, that was true. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't believe her. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah like, 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 yeah. wait a minute. Come yeah, on yeah, now. Yeah. And I'd be there, like, but, but my, my Neopet shop, mum, you don't understand. Oh, what? Have I told you about Ian's first internet experience? No, I want to hear it. So he begged for the internet, as you can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Like, and if you meet him today, you'd understand how important the internet is, especially to Ian. This is a story that makes my ovaries, like, really kick because what? he desperately wanted to go onto the Blue Peter website like really wanted to make one of the Blue Peter experiments that he'd seen and so he like begged and begged and begged and him and his dad sat down to the family computer that they just got for yeah. Ian to go on the Blue Peter website and um, Ian typed in Blue Peter yeah. not knowing that this was a hardcore gay porn website because he typed code <laughs> So him today. and his dad just sat there as this slow loading screen oh reveals like horrendously graphic porn. Oh my god, that's horrifying! His first experience of the internet, like. Okay, so I've typed in Blue Peter porn. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, I don't want to know. It's gonna be people like. <sighs> it's like Blue Peter. Here's one I banged earlier. I think we're supposed to believe that these are Blue Peter presenters. Um, so, yep. on an average day, post the internet arriving mm-hmm. in the house, yeah. like, correct me if I'm wrong, I would get in from the house and log on to MSN straight away. Yeah. Like... I'd get home from school. Yeah. No one would be in at this point. Everyone would still right. be, like, work, and uh, my brother would be at, like, nursery mm-hmm. or childminder. So it would be, like, I've got an hour, mm-hmm. and I'd get straight onto MSN, yeah. and any time I had in the house where I I'm was, like... MSN. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even... I'd get in and do homework and have MSN on in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a constant. Isn't this hilarious, like, to remember the feeling of, like, needing to be on MSN and running home to get on MSN and not having it just in your pocket all the time, which so is what we are now. Running home from the people I've spoken to all day to continue speaking to them on MSN. To be fair, you don't get to talk to your mates properly in school. That's not true. Break time, lunchtime, walking home from school. I don't know. And I did have, like, other mates. Did I? I'm saying that and I'm like, did I? That was how MSN like pitched itself to us because like you got so many friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connect with them all. What kind of um like screen name did you have? Because you could mm. change it, couldn't you? Yeah, I had like, oh, lyrics. I got a horrendous first boyfriend flashback. Like I remember. Oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. Tell me right now. So it's not even like funny. It's just really sad. So <laughs> he really liked Family Guy. Oh god. And that episode where it's like the bird is the word, Ugh. and because. <laughs> He wanted me to show people that, like, I loved him and we were in a relationship. <laughs> we both agreed to put the bird is the word in our MSN That's how names. Knew. That was how That's we like went the official. Ring yeah, of um, fourteen-year-olds. Like, because yeah. I wasn't one of the put their name in hearts kind of per- right, person. Right, right. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not degrading myself in that way. Fine, but I will put I will a, a Family Guy quote Ooh. of the bird is the word in my screen name. Oh, it was it was awful, That's heavy. and okay. the breakup came obviously, and then had to take that out of my name. Um. 
it was like being Facebook official back yeah, in the day. Yeah. Like people, you could have like a "What were you listening to?" feature as well. I think. I don't. I don't think it was like it. It like connect. Oh no! You could type it. You'd, in. Ha- you'd have to type it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of people did that. Because now, like, imagine going back in time and being like, right? So there'll be Instagram stories, <laughs> what? and you can like add a song from Spotify, which is like it's like Lime Meyer, but good, but legal, but requires a constant connection to the internet. Like what? Well, I won't be able to do that because my mum's on the phone to her best mate, who she talks to every night for three hours just to torment me. Let oh, me go on the internet. God, yeah. Like, I remember being, like, bereft of her speaking to her mate on the phone and being like, I can't live like this. Right? Yeah. Um, and having to go on The Sims instead. Oh, see, I didn't have The Sims. Oh, baby. And my next door neighbour had The Sims, and I can now admit that I made friends with her just to go on the Sims. Sims. Did you just used to watch each other play the Sims for yeah. hours? Yeah. Isn't it mad? I spent, I spent a lot of my childhood just watching other people play the Sims. Like just watching <laughs> them make a face look slightly different for ages. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, no, no, what. that's that's not the right eye color. Mm. It, we would spend maybe two hours making the person, and then we'd spend what we hoped would be four hours making the house, but then I'd have to go home. Yeah. So we'd never actually <laughs> play the game. Yeah, that sounds like it. Right. So. Next up, I want to talk about MySpace. I mean... You could nudge people, Hannah. You could nudge people. So, like, you'd be... (laughs) I'd, like, be on the computer and then mum would come in and I'd have to, like, jump onto the other side of the room pretend I was doing homework. (laughs) Because back then it wasn't always reasonable that you would be using the computer for homework. No. Remember that? That was, like, I didn't use the computer for homework, really. No. You wouldn't just Google something. Back when the internet was rubbish for information. We had Ask Jeeves as our search engine. Yeah, um... Oh my god, Ask Jeeves. What even else was there? I think um, Yahoo was honestly like my go-to. first main website because it had, that's where I'd like watch music videos. Oh, Bieber was where I watched my music See, that's, videos. That's definitely much later. Yeah. But you are a little older. Stop it. I am one year older. You're a little you? older. I mean, I didn't want to bring it up because mm-hmm. I'm obviously younger than you. You're a tiny child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, MySpace, right? Obviously... My favourite thing about MySpace was how you could, like, edit the HTML on your profile. So I got to, like, show that off about myself. So you would make it amazing and then consciously be like, I'm going to make this a little bit worse to show off that you've made it yourself. I didn't want people thinking that I just copied and pasted it all from one of those, like, free... What what did we call them? Themes? Skins? Skins. Is it a theme? I thought there was, like, a term for it. Layout! Right. It was a layout, wasn't yeah. it? I was one of those people that you've just oh been saying, like a lower human, in that I would copy and paste. Okay. The co- so you basically would have to put in, copy and paste in code to make, to customise your yeah, profile. Yeah. So it wasn't like... It was into the like about me section is where it would go. Yeah. And I mean, I would mm-hmm. copy and paste the code in and then change some bits. So I'd oh, had so a you, go. you were a bit savvy then. Not really. I just knew <laughs> how to change a few bits to be like... Yeah. What oh. kind of bits would you change? Like colour, font, like oh, cute. Yeah, basics, yeah, yeah. not like how to do the layout. Okay, I mean, I liked how intimidated everyone was about it and I knew how simple it was really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was always like yeah. a hierarchy of if you were one of those people who had done your own layout, like it was a big mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really like MySpace though. I, I was more of a yeah. Bebo person. Do you remember the top eight thing? Yeah. And how just racked with anxiety you would be about your top eight. So you'd have to order your friends mm-hmm. into the top eight. And you couldn't have, like, people on the same part. Although there was a... 
There was Rose. So no, you, could, you knew. You knew who was your best, best friend. And then you go to all your other friends' profiles and see what happened. And, and maybe you weren't in the same position on that. Yeah. Oh. And the drama of other oh, fallen out and they've changed them on MySpace to not be Imagine in the Facebook top eight. Like, it was basically just... I'd make eight fake accounts and just fill it with blank things. That's... No, you wouldn't know because you're... Like, if you were a teenager now, you would put in your top eight. No, but if it was a function on Facebook now that you, like, had to comply with, I would make eight, like, oh, blank yeah. Facebook accounts to and put them as my top eight. That. Well, no, but there was the element of that in that you could put MySpace Tom in there. Oh, yeah. As your number one. So everyone That's had it. a friend that was MySpace Tom. Yeah, yeah, the first and guy. People like to be like, huh, huh, would put him as, oh, yeah, like, your number yeah. one. To avoid the number one yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was quite good as a way to opt out. <laughs> but, yeah. It's heavy, though. And so, do you remember, um, like, owning people's photos? No. No? Oh, so you could, like, heart them and then... No, so you'd be like, you may just put, like, a selfie. Yeah. This was back when, okay, so to get a photo of yourself on the internet, oh. you'd get... A you'd, camera you'd from your, Argos. You'd get your digital camera, you'd take the picture, and then you'd get the cable, mm-hmm. you'd plug it into the computer. You'd have had to download software onto the computer, wouldn't you? Yeah. To, to get the to get photo it off, off the camera. If your camera was good enough, then it came with a disc, yeah. which was like a photo software that you could put on yeah, your computer yeah, yeah. to do this. So then you'd transfer it into the program, and then you could save that to your computer from that program and then you'd upload it right it was an endeavor oh now you just take a picture and anyway also you had to have a designated person on a night out to take a digital camera like that i was never that person i was always that person uh, yeah like i i remember being in halls (laughs) this is how like recent it was yeah yeah. waiting for my flatmate to upload the pictures of the night like you'd be hungover Waiting yeah. for them to go up so you could like tag them and like kick off the ones you didn't like and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Delete this, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So owning pictures. So you take a picture of yourself, you put it on Facebook, on MySpace. Oh my God. It's just like <laughs> the branding. In it. It's just like, <laughs> just comes out. You put it up and then if someone was like being sound and like, you know, was like supporting your internet endeavours, they'd put like a comment like, can I own this please? <sighs> and you'd be like, oh my God, yeah. And then you'd change the little caption on it to like, Charlotte owns this photo, and there'd be like a little cute little face. Makes me want to vomit in my mouth. It's disgusting. Horrible. So, from the age old days of MySpace and Bebo. Ding, ding, ding. How did impression of that? Has. I didn't even know what that was. That was dial up. You did a really good impression before. That was terrible. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, that's, that's really good. That's fair. Okay. How has your relationship with the internet changed other than missing the dial-up tune? Yeah. Uh, well, now it is rather than something that would like eat my whole life because I would be sat at the computer, mm-hmm. it's something that eats my whole life because it's just always with me. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and just like it's easier now, it's better. But to be honest, I hate it. <laughs> so I think it's shocking now. And I miss the days where you would log into MySpace to chat to your mates. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, you'd see who's online. And if there was no good online, you'd, like, do something else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now we're all kind of expected to be online all the time. Yeah. So, like, I think this is 
I've had for years like a huge level of anxiety around messaging people and messaging people back mm-hmm. um, because you're there like if I message someone I don't want to like interrupt their day I don't want their phone going yeah. off in their pocket and then feeling like obliged to reply to me right now mm-hmm. and then also if someone messages me I'm like <gasps> oh god I'm not in the mood to think of something like yeah. adorable and witty to say back to you and, uh, 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 do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so yeah I just I went through a, a really bad couple of years of just ghosting everyone constantly and then occasionally getting the guts up to send a, a little message to someone like sorry I've not replied to any of your messages like ever oh god yeah um it is a performance though yeah, like, that's horrific i get drained after mm. like well to be fair i don't really know because i don't have any social media internet. yeah i don't have facebook i have a lurker instagram so yeah. i can like be obsessed Just with something stuff. online yeah, if i want yeah. to i don't want to look at my day like that mine was kind of I I don't really like speaking to people online in the same kind of way and I do think there's a lot of accountability that I dislike Mm. of having to be ready to respond at all times but also I started looking at events in my life as to how I could commodify them on the internet for other people yeah totally so like a holiday was like thinking about which photo I'd take and upload to Facebook yeah not about the beautiful day we'd have yeah and the photo would commemorate that right but that I was so into... The likes. Yeah. yeah. Thinking about this like little boost in my brain of like, ping, someone likes this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It became about the gratification rather than the actual day itself. Like the itself. catalog of like the, the photo book online well, as actually, opposed to... It was a bit of a... It, it kind of came from... So when me and Ian moved over to the Wirral... We'd obviously been living, like, the student life all yeah, together. Yeah. And then we'd, like, just got jobs. But we just moved in. It was the first time we'd ever lived together. Just us. Yeah. And we were having, like, an amazing time. Mm-hmm. Like, we had both got jobs. So we'd had more money than we'd ever mm-hmm. had. We you had, had that lovely, lovely house. Love we were having the best time ever. And we never put anything on um, social media. And mm-hmm. I remember uploading this, like, picture of us playing Scrabble. And someone commented, like, huh, huh, the Wirral looks fun. Ooh, get lost. And then I remember being like, no, but I'm having, like, I'm so, so yeah, happy. This is bliss. And I remember thinking at that point, being like, this is wrong. This isn't what I need. Like, yeah. if the internet thinks I'm having a good time, I'm probably not. Yeah. And if the internet thinks I'm having a bad time, I'm probably not. Mm, like, totally. If you're spending that much time telling other people how brilliant your day is. Yeah. It's probably not that great. Yeah. I mean, the f- I totally agree with you. And I think Facebook is poison for that. Yeah, definitely. I think, because mostly, right, on Facebook it's people you know in real life, isn't it? Yeah. It's people you work with, it's like extended family, it's people from, like mine was just like full of roller derby people. People from school that I've not spoken to in years. Ew, no, delete, but yeah. Um, I think you had more purges than I did. Oh, I love a purge. I only have like, I think like 150 Facebook friends. That's a really good idea to keep yeah. it from being what I was use- what I was doing. I mean, to- I still don't use Facebook. I have, I have Facebook because, like, it's just, you got it. I don't know. And I, I really admire you for, like, coming away from it. But then, uh, to be honest, I, like, I don't have the app anymore. Mm-hmm. So I just, like, check it by logging into it on the browser on my phone. See, I, I wouldn't be allowed to do that in my brain because mm-hmm. I just do that every day. I do do it every day. But 
because it's not like the beautiful easy to use app like right there yeah. you know what I mean but then comparing Facebook to Instagram at least for me Instagram is more like I've got a lot of people on it that I know in real life but I don't feel like I have to have everyone I know on it in real life yeah. because Instagram's a bit more like ooh my interests yeah. rather than my, my social life. group rather yeah. than like on Facebook like, I remember getting added by like your auntie's best mate did that and yeah. being like and you kind of oh. you're obliged to yeah whereas Instagram and then as well it's kind of so like you know as a knitter as like a queer person as someone interested in like you know socio-political issues and stuff like that <laughs> there's a lot of kind of people who I share those things with on the internet so like when I put a picture on my Instagram it's kind of not just for like I wouldn't put a picture on Facebook to get like my mates to like it yeah but getting a like off strangers on the internet is a different vibe it's a very different community though I feel like Facebook is more like showing off to people that you know Mm. whereas Instagram from my lurker account yeah is a good way to like discover new things like Mm. get involved with a hobby like get ideas for recipes like and as well, I find it really pleasing to like look through my own Instagram profile, and it's like a nice record of like who I am as I well. Miss that about Facebook. Um, and like as well, I know we keep talking about like me coming out right, and we are going to do the episode. But like when I did come out, I was I just was looking back on my Instagram because I was thinking about like oh well now I've come out like I can make all these changes, <laughs> right? And I'm looking back, and it's like I. Oh, I don't have to make changes. Yeah, it was I'm looking back, here. like, how did nobody know everybody, and tell me? Everybody thought you knew. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and no one was, like, enough of a... Well, who would say to someone, by well, the it's way, not on. do you know you're queer? It's like... not on, is it? <laughs> no. Um, anyway, yeah, so it, Instagram was really nice for me for that as well. Yeah. Um, so that's cute. Saying that, so... It says how many posts you've got on Instagram, right? My thousandth post on Instagram happened to be when I was in like a really like low point, mm-hmm. and I was really quite. What well, I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm going to be like brain poorly. Like I was a bit depressed, right? Yeah. Brain poorly. Um. So <laughs> now when I look at it, I think mine's on like, like a thousand and fifty posts or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of there, like oh, it's like. 50 because I didn't post for ages when I felt really blue and they're like oh it's like 50 posts since oh, that's that nice. moment and it kind of isn't nice to be honest oh. but also I feel like oh I got past it because there was a, a long time when I was checking Instagram mm-hmm. and it was just on a thousand for like months and months and months whereas yeah. now it feels like oh I've moved past that so oh, yeah it is nice like a, it is like nice. a marker like, yeah, yeah yeah you're on you've kind of moved on with your journey mm. and you've also like you've found things that you want to remember and things that you've like, like gone out and done and like 50 nice things have happened since yeah like that exactly kind of, that's yeah. lovely um so yeah i love instagram for that you can't talk me into it maybe i should what i like this is the sad side yeah. of me i've become a photo album person now cute though so I because i pictures miss of. that element i've started keeping photo albums yeah. and like putting in like the dates and what happened Amazing. and who was there Did you just have a, like an internet routine? Like, so you'd sit yeah. down at the computer and then you'd have websites that you'd like religiously check every day. I feel like, like the culture's changed a bit. I miss like blog culture. Yeah, that's how I kind of pinpoint it. So like, 
yeah, I'd like I'd have little lists and people would put posts up and now it's kind of like it's big websites that people write for. Yeah. It's kind of what there is and I just don't it's not as cute. Yeah. But then people will make a living that way, whereas they maybe didn't before. Yeah, it's less it's less of a hobby and it's now more Someone's of a profession. Yeah. Blogging, yeah. I think that's kinda of like podcasting too. I guess. So, so not to be too meta and talk about podcasting <laughs> on the podcast. Podcast, podcast. But I saw a post from a podcaster that I follow and they were basically like, it must be really hard to get into podcasting now. And I thought about it for a while because I was like, Oh, that's true, like there's so many like mm. celebs. And I was like, No, that's if you're out to make, to make this money. your profession yeah. or your side hustle. Like, yeah. I, I think there should be, like, this lack of embarrassment about doing something just for fun, for, fun. for a hobby. Exactly. Like, my success does not depend on monetization yeah. of my time. Well, I think um, it's a really interesting point there to make that comes back around to, like, the poisonous influence of capitalism mm-hmm. on the way we view our spare time yeah. and people monetizing hobbies yeah. and not being able to, like just take time to rest and be okay with it and having to be like productive every second of the day and like what is your side hustle and what is your side side hustle and all this yes like me and i'm getting so much out of doing this podcast with you because it means that us two flaky introverts have this like solid reason to hang out every week yeah so like, that in itself is beautiful for me we would have 100 percent flaked mm. this week yeah if it wasn't for the fact that we have to make a podcast yeah because we've committed to this we have thing to now. you guys because you guys need us um, but anyway, I didn't tell that. you actually as well. Um, so I was on my way to this like appointment that I was nervous for, and normally I'd put on my like Boss Babes punk playlist mm-hmm. and I'd like stomp around. And I was like, mm, do I want to get all adrenaline though? And I just put our podcast on, and I was <gasps> walking to my appointment where I was gonna have to like talk and put myself across well, just listening to us find each other fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Which episode did you listen to? It was the tarot one. Oh, nice. As well, so it was really cute. That's such a good episode. Kind of silly. Yeah, it worked really well. I got there and I was just like in this like lovely mood with myself. That's amazing. So like recommend. You're your own power-up playlist. Amazing. I know. How cringe is that though? No, that's amazing. It's a bit cringe. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. um, Be your own hero. I mean, what have you done today to make you feel (laughs) proud? Um, so what was like? What are some of the sites that you used to hit up on a daily basis? I remember. Um, I used to always read XKCD. What's that? It's just this little daily comic. Was it daily? Oh gosh, I'd forgotten about the web stick comics. figures. They were such a big deal in oh, my life. Oh, web comics are huge now as well. Get, oh, I'll send you some on Instagram. Oh, beginners web comics links. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put them in um, the show notes too. Yeah, there's some there's some banging ones. Um, my favourite one at the moment is Kate Leth's one. She does one called Valley Ghouls, and it's basically her and her partner. At the moment, they've been a bit sad because where she's living in America, there's always like horrific oh, fires gosh, happening. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, at the moment, it's 2020 in <laughs> this world, so yeah. everything's horrific. But if I was like 16 now, mm-hmm. I'd be planning on going to uni and doing my degree on webcomics. <gasps> Dissertation on webcomics. Right? Like... They're just fascinating and so like socio-political and yeah, beautiful. And the art. One that I keep, my brain keeps offering to me and I keep being like, no, yeah. go away because I don't want to be embarrassing. Well, about is it. that I used to go on the Skins TV show website on a daily basis. I was Did like, they update every day? No. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a chat panel where what? you and other, other Skins fans, fans would like chat oh so it was and like, like a little chat room yeah but it was on the side of the webpage and I dread to think if this is still somewhere deep on the internet because they've obviously 
Yeah, but I ended up making friends with other like Skins fans, and it started off as like That's really adorable. cringe because I'd just be refreshing the page every day, and I'd yeah, see yeah. like people's comments that had gone unanswered, and started answering them, and then we became like big skin together. I love the internet. This, But I feel like that's kind of lacking now because there's not that opportunity. I mean, obviously Instagram, if you're in a fandom. like Yeah, but what are you going to do? You're going to put like a picture of your... What are you going to do? Up? Have you seen the K-pop fandom taking down Trump? Yes. Right. Like, what are you going to do with your fandom? To be fair, babe, you're gonna... that's not our generation. That's the next generation, which are better than us. Say, right... You plan on having children at some point. How do you feel about keeping them safe on the internet? Like, how do you feel about giving them access to the internet? Knowing how you and me, like, did stuff on the internet that our parents definitely wouldn't have approved yeah, of. Catching the predator in our own way. Catching them and then just letting them go. Yeah. Like you're fishing like, in Sefton <laughs> Park. You're a predator. Got the fish. Put it back. Not going to call the police. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, I am so unbelievably old school when I think about this. What are you thinking then? So, I think I'm going to be one of these people. So, my my best blueprint is mm-hmm. my auntie in the days of Havo Hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My cousin desperately wanted an account. And he was still quite young. And she was like, you can have a ca- an account. The internet's cool. Like, mm-hmm. she was a big, like, gamer. Like, cool. big into it. Mm-hmm. And so, she was like, you can have one. And the family computer's downstairs. It's the only computer they had in the house. Yeah. And I will sit next to you, like, oh, doing my own thing. But we will experience this new site together. Okay. So we'll sign up together. Mm-hmm. We'll chat to a few people together. Oh, we'll, like, have a little go of it. But, you know, yeah, like, yeah, she yeah. was super cool. So, you know, it you can imagine it being, cringe. like, a nice thing. And I think I like that way of allowing your children access is important. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you it's should just be, like... No, you're not having a phone. No, you're not having the internet. They're only going to flip out when they finally get it. But equally, I want to be an informed parent. I want Mm. to understand the dynamics and I want to have the login details. I want to be able to explore it with them and be open with them about the fact that if it's a new social media site, that I want to get to know it too. Like it'll be, as a family... We figure it out together. Cool. But I would I wouldn't have like devices in rooms after a certain time. Oh, okay. I'd have yeah, yeah. I like having I like the idea of having like a devices in communal areas oh, kind of thing. Cute. Like I'm not gonna sit next to you and watch everything you're on. But if you're gonna but be you're doing not dodgy stuff, private time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you could just come and be like, Oh, what are you doing? Like yeah. every second. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think like when I think about the stuff that I was going on, not that it was anything like that bad. But there's definitely things that I came across or experienced before I would have necessarily wanted to. But, like, as devil's advocate, knowing what you did and that you're all right, maybe those experiments were, like, an important part of you growing up in this digital world. And that's that you know how to be safe because you were allowed free reign. You know, if you had to be sat in the living room with your mum, maybe peeping over your shoulder... Maybe you wouldn't have been, like, finding the safety line yourself. I think it's about how do you begin that journey together. That's I think cute. after that, then you start saying, okay, you can have it in your room. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, you've shown it's us. it's an age thing as yeah. well. Like, like it, when we were kids. you got to remember, this is going to be, like, year five. Yeah. That they're having devices, yeah. being on social media. And I think when you're eight... Yeah. Nine, ten, mm-hmm. eleven, then you should have someone kind of chaperoning yeah. you through it and helping you out. And then... You know, it's difficult though. Like you say, like, I I feel like there's so much like overprotection and the internet's like great. Yeah, yeah. Like it's going to be a huge part of their lives. It's still a huge part of my life. But I think there's skills that you can build together. 
Yeah. Like, I'm thinking as well, like, I see, like, toddlers with iPads and all this. Mm-hmm. It seems to be, like, a, like, an Instagram video, and this dad was, like, he had, like, five iPads in his arms, and he was, like, oh, I forgot to charge the kids' iPads oh. overnight, and the kids all, like, kicked off at him. What? Um, and they were all quite young. Easy babysitter, though. Yeah, I get it. Like, um, I watched a lot of TV as a kid. I'm thinking of, like, what computers were around when I was, like, five. In, like, our classroom in reception, we had one computer. It had, like, a blue screen. <laughs> Remember that? Like them? a lump of a computer, yeah. like a huge back to it. It printed out on, you know, the paper with all the dots down yeah. the side. And like, if you had like an intervention where you were like behind in maybe maths, you might have a program on there that you were allowed to go on. I don't, I don't, I think it was just typing and printing. I think that's all it did. Like basically a, a typewriter that you had to turn Printed. on. And yeah, yeah. Obviously when we were five, the technology was totally different. Yeah. So our experience growing, we grew up with the internet. Like we grew up with, you know, the Toy Story franchise. Like, <laughs> which I it like aged with us. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And that's gonna be something that really I think sticks out for our generation in like the years to come as well. Compared to like you know like your younger siblings. I do think that just completely sh- shielding them and then just unleashing them when like the designated oh, age dumb. on a website pops up yeah. is as stupid as never introducing anyone to alcohol and then when they're 18 letting them go on a mad binge yeah stupid bad like, they're course. gonna make bad decisions well and yeah. let them make a bad decision in the house when they can be like mom a stranger <gasps> on the internet's done a weird thing yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than them being like oh. off and secretive and not being able to tell me because i've said that they can't have the internet in their room exactly, like yeah there's got to be an openness but yeah yeah i just i already know that i'm gonna be so like out of date that i'm it's, gonna have yeah. to discover it with them yeah, I think that's fair. I just kind of feel like they're definitely going to be better than you, better at it than you. Like, oh, yeah. Straight off. Well, also, yeah. if you restrict it too much, then they're just going to be secretive. Yeah. So just be open and let cool and let them. I just wonder what god awful things they can get up to on the internet when. In what, like 10 years? Well, it's scary when you see like kids' bedrooms now, like there's screens everywhere. Really? And it's not just like the internet, it's like Xbox games, like who you can be talking to in a game, what they can oh, be God, saying to you, course, like yeah. horrible, racist, offensive language to your seven year old. And that being normalised is another big thing. Yeah, that's a good point. Like the internet now isn't just like logging on and doing forums and chatting, it's what you're exposed to, like mm. the language and what you think's okay, like the whole incel culture oh, gosh, of like, yeah. you know, finding these really insidious communities that normalize something for you and finding a safe place on the internet i I think that's a beautiful thing that the internet's for yes safe places to express yourself Mm -hmm. but then if you're kind of i don't know what what would the word would be like vulnerable Mm -hmm. like on the outskirts of kind of normal you know, like central society or maybe the black sheep of your family or something. Or you're looking for a reason for why you're feeling bad or outside or... And you just click on the wrong thing. Yeah. Like in our day, I think it was like, like the stuff that maybe would have got us would have been like, um, like, you know, all those like pro-anorexia like websites and stuff. Um, And the only reason I knew about them was for like a school project. I researched it. Like I went on them. Like... I can see if I'd have found that by myself, yeah, at the wrong moment in my teen oh, years, yeah. I would have bought right into all of that. Okay, so we talked quite a bit about we obviously found paedophiles online. I don't think they were all paedophiles. They wanted to meet up with me, and I was eleven. Oh, 
Okay, mine were mostly just... Like, Let's oh, be friends. I'm a weirdo. Send yeah. me a picture of yourself, oh, kind crikey. of thing. Okay. Um, what should we have actually done? What should we have done? Right. Hey, children. Um, <laughs> no, but what yeah. should we have done? Like, because now I think about it, I'm like, I can't believe. Really I sure. just. Yeah, like I know tell an adult. There's like, there's organisations, right? Of like grown ups. Some of them grown ups. Like <laughs> you're not one. <laughs> um, people. No, but people who are grown ups now, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of them like did experience like abuse as kids and stuff and they've grown up to now be like this like superhero Mm -hmm. where they find people who are like trying to track down kids on the internet and they like confront them and like get them like they gather evidence and report it to the police and take them to court and they like support the victims and all this stuff and that's how they like help it helps them like get over their own trauma and like use it for good amazing wow right so maybe get into an organization like that i'd say Because you want to be like, talk to your parents. I wouldn't have. No, n- neither would I. I well, mean, we be- didn't. Well, mainly because, like... My mum would have lost it. I didn't see it as scary as they would have taken it as. Like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to send a yeah. picture. I'm not going to go to this guy's house. I guess I was just like, <laughs> about it. Whereas now, I'm like... Mm. That's really bad. Yeah. I guess screenshots, as much information as you can get about them, like, you know... Uh, their like screen name on whatever website it is mm-hmm. do i sound 100 years old um no <laughs> like i don't know their email address if they've given you a phone number gather all that information and send it to the police but equally if you don't feel comfortable interacting with that person anymore yeah just log off like make sure just you're safe, safe yeah. first of all like i think i'm forgetting in this that you don't have to be the superhero when you're 11 years old no like, that's also it was true. fine to just be like this is a dodgy person. Yeah. I'm not going to interact with them anymore and just log off. But if you're feeling like you want to do something, then all of those suggestions are great to, yeah. you know, like be proactive. About I would it. never have thought of that when I was a kid. I would never no. have thought to tell anyone. It was like lighthearted entertainment. If to there me. was someone dodgy, I'd just stop talking to them. Yeah. Which, good. Like, yeah. <laughs> but then this. Top tip for life, do you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. like, um, it's a bit different for me now, like the, the spaces that I feel threatened on the internet. Yeah. So there's still spaces that I'll avoid because I feel like they're maybe going to be too toxic or like yeah. there's certain parts obviously it's of not like as a child anymore. No, but obviously I do feel like gender does play an effect in that. Like so on women get so much crap yeah. on the internet. I have chosen on Reddit a purposefully like ungendered mm. name, but obviously the things that I post could are... be sometimes gendered mm. um and i do feel like there's like a pile on thing on specifically reddit yeah where people go through the like the new category and jump on anything that yeah. they can to be like go ruining our community like how dare you yeah. uh, uh, uh. Yeah. and i think on twitter as well there can be a lot of mm. toxic people toxic responses and i am someone who that just doesn't bounce off yeah i, no, I absorb right it I have like panic and sweats and like <gasps> not necessarily yeah. like the podcast one. I'm not really bothered about that because it's not personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's my own account or Imagine. my own opinion, I think it's so horrible and scary yeah. to come across that. Like, well, and as well, there's a total history of like women and queer people having a horrible time on the internet. Like, do you remember when Jane Austen was going to be put on the fiver? Oh my gosh! And yes. Was... So women on the internet getting a load of crap. Um, the oh, so it was the lady who campaigned to get Jane Austen on the five pound note because Jane Austen's boss and um, a national hero. 
Caroline Criado Perez. This journalist, amazing. And then she ended up being the point of focus of just this horrendous amount of hate. And it it wasn't it wasn't just like I disagree with you, like yeah. threats, like it was like of, rape of threats, abuse. death threats. Yeah. Constantly, it became like a meme mm-hmm. for people to threaten her with stuff. And like, imagine, imagine. And I am legit scared of that happening to me. Yeah, and because that's not an isolated case by any standard. Do you know what I mean? It makes you scared to put anything out there. Imagine someone sending you a message, and the thing is, you. 99% no, they're not going to actually carry out that threat. But, but, but like, also, <laughs> you don't know the person's mental it, like state It, it in has happened as well. That. Do you know what I mean? Well, just to, to put that out there, like, to, uh, to have the audacity to think I have any kind of right to threaten someone like this. Mm. And I know that it's like you can report it and you can, mm. you know, file a police incident but it doesn't take away that impact on you. Like, you've still been, like, abused on the internet. You have been a victim of abuse over and over and over and over and over. Exactly. For for what? For wanting a woman to be on a £5 note. And I do think it is a gender issue. And you're right, it is something that... It's not just women who have experienced this. There's all kinds of communities that have been ostracised yeah. and treated as just, like, something that we can take a battering round like to on the internet. like, threats of violence. Uh, yeah. Even people being like, I think you deserve violence. Yeah. You know? Like, not specifically threatening it. Like, I'm not getting that message. Uh, like, AOC, you know, the politician yeah. in America. Um, I am obsessed with her and have been since I've Bring the House Down. Have you seen the documentary on Netflix? No. <gasps> really good. Oh, my gosh. You I need just... to watch it. And she has been the victim of like systematic rape threats like in imagine how strong you'd have to be to just like go about your day with like an emotional like cow shield you know like on a train just push out to one side but this is like this is obviously not something that's new because of the internet but it's so easy for people to do sorry um alexandria Ocasio Cortez. I just wanted to say her name. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that is definitely something that, as what, not a cis man, because mm-hmm. like that's the category in it. Yeah. So, um, Nine times out of ten, it does make me scared to do stuff and yeah. put myself out there. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Some new countries have shown up on our radar this week. Big hey there to Ghana, Kuwait, Mexico and Austria. If you've got anything you want to chip in, send it our way. You can find us on Instagram at pocketfulofwhy. You can contact us on pocketfulofwhypodcast at gmail.com. Show notes and transcripts are available on our blog, pocketfulofwhy.wordpress.com. Please like and subscribe. We'll speak soon. Next time we're talking about smear tests. We'll be further mining Hannah's life for podcast content, including a field report from their appointment. We've been Hannah and Charlotte, and this has been Pocketful of Why Podcast. Bye!